Good morning, everybody. This is George Darus of Darus Counseling and DUI Services. Uh, it's March 29th um, to 2020. It's hard to believe March is almost out. It's a beautiful spring day. Looks like the warm weather's right around the corner. Um, today, I thought I'd uh, make a commentary on what's going on with uh, my DUI classes. And most of you that are current clients already know that, that we are doing telecourses. And uh, you are able to log on via Zoom, the Zoom app, and uh, able to participate in uh, an online what the state calls telehealth uh, type of course. And that way people are able to get their mandated classes done. Even though the courthouses are currently closed for most business, the, uh, they are doing some felony cases. Um, but overall, uh, cases have been pretty well minimized that are going on at the courthouse. I've talked to many of the attorneys. The attorneys do have people on their caseload that they would like to uh, get completed. So if you have friends, family, whatever, that need to get their classes done in a convenient way, and as my current clients know, this is a, actually, through this crisis, there's some kind of positive there that they can get their classes done from the privacy and the safety of their own home. Um, so today uh, I'm going to do some a little bit of education and we're going to talk about obviously alcohol and substance abuse. Uh, what's going on today is I, I, I don't know what the I would I'd be curious to know what the alcohol sales are during this crisis as uh, that, that would be interesting because one of the what they call the essential needs in almost all states is uh Standalone liquor stores, which really, really surprises me. Standalone liquor stores. I understand the grocery stores. They already they already sell alcohol to begin with. Uh, your filling stations, I call them filling stations still. Convenience stores where you get gas, right? Uh, for those that are too young, filling stations when a man came out and filled your car with gas. Um, you can tell how old I am. Anyway... Uh, yeah, standalone liquor stores. So I, I'm curious to know what alcohol sales, that's, that's the one type of tax revenue that the state of Illinois is getting still right now is, is alcohol taxes, which is a tremendous amount. So uh, I imagine that this is a stressful period and that people uh, may resort to alcohol and drug use to ease their mind. Um, boredom. I mean, people staying at home. If you're abiding by the shelter in place, guideline. Uh, we are not under a technically a quarantine to where the police will make you stay home or military or whatever. Um, but they are trying to make sure people shelter in place. My mom currently lives uh, at the Grand Manor, which is the independent living. And as of Friday, this past Friday, they locked it down. No visitors are allowed in and out, only supply people from the back door for the food. They do serve food there, so the residents are taken care of. Um, but they have locked them down. Uh, and that was a result, I believe there was a Washington State nursing home where all, I think it was 72, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was 72 residents, every one of them died. Uh, the nursing home became infected and everybody got it. And uh, all those um, seniors, 
or elderly people uh, passed away. So this is serious. I've said this in my previous podcast. This is very serious. This is no joke. It's no exaggeration. I, I keep hearing people saying that this is overblown. It is not overblown. I get the, the bulletins from the CDC itself, um, which is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention by the federal government, the Illinois Department of Public Health. Uh, it is really a viral pneumonia from what I know. Uh, it's technically... It's flu-like, but it's much. I if you, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Joe Rogan. He has a podcast as well. I think he, uh, Joe Rogan Experience, I think it's called. Uh, he had one of the medical experts, and you know this is fifteen times worse than the uh, swine flu, the regular flu. So for people who are saying that it's no different, it is different. It is very different. So I. Um, just want to put that out there, and I think that this would be some cause for panic and some reason for people to resort to alcohol and booze. Because what do you do if you can't go out? You know, you're supposed to, you're going to follow the guidelines. You're not going to go out. You, you're sheltered up in your house. Uh, I've had many clients uh, that I have had contact with say they're just bored. You know, they're bored as hell. Um, so we need to do creative things. Um, I can tell you that what I did. As a recovering alcoholic, most of you know this, a uh, recovering addict, uh, I am a busybody and I love yard work. So I was out and I have about an acre of land I live on and um, I have a pretty big backyard. I kind of wish I wouldn't have bought all of it, but it's a lot of work. But I got out there and I was busting my ass yesterday and uh, had a good time and it was very good. Refresh, fresh air, refreshing exercise. And gets my mind off of it. Um, so you got to keep yourself occupied in some way. It may be an opportunity for you to clean house, to organize stuff, throw junk out of the garage. Who the hell knows? Uh, find construction things to do rather than reach for the bottle or a drug. Um, I'm not saying that, I, as you know, and I know, most of my clients are not dependent. They are not addicts like me, um, and some of the, some clients are, but most of you are not. But there's a whole lot of you that are that in-between gray area, what I call problem drinkers or problem users. And the clients that I'm talking to, they, they know who they are. They, they know that maybe it's not all the time, but it's sometimes, and it certainly has been enough to land them in my class, in my treatment center. So that's something to look at. Um, stress causes people to want to escape, period, no matter what. Whether it's food, drugs, sex, gambling, all the behavioral. There's all kinds of behavioral addictions, uh, compulsive behaviors. And then obviously there's what I call the, you know, the consumption, uh, which is alcohol, drugs, and, and uh, other things. Um, smoking. Um, you know, just to let you know, addiction causes two-thirds. You know, this, this is what's really wild. Here we have this epidemic or pandemic, excuse me. Addiction kills two-thirds of a million people a year. <laughs> so... I'm not minimizing what's going on. I'm just saying we have this go on every year with addiction. Addiction is definitely a worldwide problem as well. The World Health Organization, which is also known as WHO, has called 
addiction, a, 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 I don't know if they call it pandemic level. I don't think they call it that, but it is a, it is a, a health crisis and it is a, 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 a big contributor to healthcare cost. Uh, I, I try to educate my clients about that this, the ramifications of abusing substances uh, goes beyond just what it does to your health, your family, DUI, obviously. It's a huge cost to society. Um, you know, the, society pays a price for this, and we all pay for the man or the woman who doesn't have insurance, who has pancreatitis, for instance, from alcohol abuse. Uh, or they have insurance, and that still contributes to the health care cost of what you're paying. Or they get in an accident, and now they're disabled. Well, who pays for that? Society pays for it. I mean, you pay for it. You pay taxes, right, if you're a working person in your life. But it's called Social Security Disability. You know, there's, it's called Medicaid. It's called Medicare. Those kinds of things uh, have a tremendous uh, uh, cost. So... Uh, we want you to try to think constructively, and um, I want you to try to develop other habits to keep yourself on the right track, keep yourself healthy, and have a long life. Uh, substance use, especially alcohol abuse, cuts your life uh, by quite a bit of percentage. You know, um, it, it, many people will die of what we call alcohol-related death. You know, it's not necessarily due to alcohol abuse itself, but you know, there's a high rate of diabetes, for instance, for people who are alcoholics. Um, there is uh, uh, heart disease. Uh, you know, alcohol abuse, particularly among men, will cause high triglyceride levels, which leads to heart disease. Uh, for women, uh, your risk for cancer. Why is that? Because it weakens the immune cells. It we alcohol weakens the immune system. So people uh, don't realize, you know, you don't see these things happening to yourself until it's too late. The doctor tells you you got to have a problem. You have a problem. So um, anyway, today I, I just wanted to talk, uh, have some thoughts about about what you should do. How how do you reduce stress? Stress is going to cause you to want to escape and to engage in. Behaviors that make you feel better. Now, there are some behaviors that are healthy. Um, I, I worked a lot yesterday <laughs> for an old man. Uh, but, uh, you know, it felt good. At the end of the day, I felt tired. I slept really well last night. Um, and it's nice to wake up, I'm going to tell you folks, not hungover. I mean, I've never woke up uh, in my so sobriety and said, man, I wish I would have got drunk last night. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. It's more like, wow, today's a today's a beautiful day. It's Sunday morning. It's just uh, there's a little bit of a breeze out there, um, but it's just a beautiful day. And um, the only thing I'm bummed out, just to make short commentary, I'm a fisherman, and they got the state lakes closed. So I'm like, damn, I can't even go fish right now. I mean, there's there's city lakes and stuff, and there's ponds and stuff like that. That you can go bank fish, I suppose. Uh, but I, 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 I'm kind of bummed out because I like, I like to boat. I like to get on the lake and just uh, that's my my uh, meditation time. Just being on the lake, whether I catch fish or not, I don't care. Just being out on the water. I love the water. I was raised around water. Uh, my mom taught me how to swim at a very young age, 
Um, so how do you deal with stress? You know, obviously you've heard all this stuff over and over again. You know, exercise, eat right. I'm going to tell you that eating right is huge. Your diet, I am really, really a big fan of Bill Maher. For those that don't know Bill Maher, he has been an advocate about eating correctly and talking about, well, we got all this sickness. There's a need for health care. He goes, why doesn't anybody ever talk about the he called it the shit that we eat, right? <laughs> so I like Bill. He's really uh, emphatic and uh, and very loud about that subject. And it's true. I really believe that a lot of illness in our country is due to what we consume, you know. So I think if you consume uh, and, and eat healthy, it makes you feel better. It helps you deal better with stress. That's the first thing. The other thing is take a walk, a simple walk. When you're feeling like, I want to drink, try to take a walk. Just try to take a, a short walk, even 10 minutes. You might, in that 10 minutes, you might forget about wanting to go buy some liquor. I'm just giving you suggestions. And by the way, I want to go back to the point where most of my clients aren't alcoholic, but a lot of us are problem drinkers. I am not saying that you can't have a drink. I mean, I, I but I want you to think about, I, wa- I want you to develop an alternative while you're in treatment. What you do for the rest of your life is completely up to you. It's completely up to you. Um, I'm not telling you to quit drinking for the rest of your life. No, I'm not going to do that. Most of my clients are not going to quit drinking. That's just the fact of life. But I am trying to teach you something different. Something different like can I get through a Friday night without having my cocktail? Have I get, can I get through the weekend? without getting blasted, you know, or plowed, whatever. Uh, I think you can. I think that you can put alcohol behind, and I will guarantee you the 100% prevention plan to prevent another DUI is abstinence. That's the only 100% guarantee that you'll never see me again unless you just want to come and say hello, send me a message on Facebook, whatever it is. Uh, Run into me at the stores. I run into you guys all the time. <clears throat> For those that don't know me, this is my 30th year in the field of addictions. Uh, it is my uh, uh, 24th, 24th year of treating DUI offenders, and I've treated over 11,000 DUI offenders in my career. It's incredible. I, I cannot believe that time has passed. I can't believe that I've survived this. <laughs> I know you sometimes dread coming to classes, but uh, I'm surprised I haven't uh, died of a stroke treating substance abusers for all these years. (laughs) Because sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you deal with some very resistant, angry clients. Uh, For the most part, I'm lucky. I I think as uh, I've gotten older, I'm able to understand people's anger, resentment towards the system, as we call it the man, whatever, um, I understand. And for those of you that know me, and for those of you that are getting to know me, you know, I've sat in your chair 30 years ago, (laughs) 31 years ago, actually, it was 1989, uh, when I first went to treatment. And um, so I want you to think about alternatives uh, to drinking. And I want you to think about, I can do this and believe in yourself that you can do it. You can get through life without having to have any type of mood-altering substance. 
you know? Um, so, um, I'm going to entertain a guest on this podcast soon. This is my second podcast. The first one was an informational podcast and, um, uh, about what we're doing. We're going to continue to have online classes as long as the Illinois Department of Human Services authorizes it. Um, I want those that I have in my, in my group to subscribe to this podcast and listen to my guests. I'm going to have some very interesting guests on, and I'm going to try to do some interviews and stuff like that. Um, so with that, I think, I think I'm going to uh, take... Uh, a little bit of a break and I'm going to review and be back with uh, a lesson for you on the subject of how do I develop alternatives to drink? How do I, um, uh, you know, get through this, George? George, how, how, what do you mean I can do something different? You know, I'm, you know, what's wrong with having a drink? What's wrong with getting, hey, listen to this. Here's what a lot of clients say. Well, what's wrong with getting drunk as long as I don't drive? Well, all my repeat offenders noted how that works. <laughs> yeah, they know how that works. If, if uh, That's one of the things. Maybe I will be able to uh, record an interview with former clients of how they talked about how that worked out. Where well, I didn't drive for a year, and they really do. Their their story is real. I I stopped for a year, but then one day you get lonely, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. There, you're drunk and you're lonely, and you miss your old girlfriend or you miss your old boyfriend or whatever it is. You get hungry. I've treated over eighty Jack in a Box DUIs in my career. Um, uh, you know. You, you want to go for a ride. People are crazy. People, when they're drunk, they do all kinds of shit, you know, and uh, go to the strip club. Go to the club because you're bored of sitting at home. You want some action. You just want to go out amongst people, whatever. People will find an automobile when they are drunk. And I think, I think the other thing is our culture. Americans like to drive. Some people don't. But uh, when I was young, we called it cruising. Because the police chased us out of the woods when we were underage anyway. You know, they ch- you know you couldn't congregate. You couldn't what they call loiter in the parking lots. At one point, you could do that in the 70s. And, but in the 80s, they started chasing us off. And I'm not blaming the police by any means. But So we would cruise. We would drive around the country roads. We would get drunk. I used to love to drive drinking and getting high. I used to love that. Looking at the scenery, a day like today, oh shit, we got to get some beer now and get prepped. And by noon, we're driving around, right? We're going to do an all-day affair of drinking, stopping at a certain area in the country, and then, you know, smoking some dope, stuff like that. So that, that's the problem with continuing to engage in substance abuse, alcohol abuse. When we continue to do that, what do we do, group? We impair our judgment our rational thinking goes out the door i'm not talking about a couple drinks i'm not talking about one drink i'm talking about when we're getting drunk we are going to do stupid stuff so keep that in mind so it's very difficult to um to really guarantee that i'll never ever do this again if you're still getting drunk and that's why i want you to change this behavior i want you to learn how to think healthy and how to develop these alternatives. And um, I like to read. My One of my favorite hobbies is reading. And that's what I'm going to do 
for the next uh, podcast is I'm going to read to you. I'm going to um, uh, read some excerpts out of some reading material that I like to uh, refer to during my classes. And uh, I will read you some uh, good authors and suggest some reading material. Um, particularly now, this is a great time, you know, when you're, I know that this, I know that this sucks, but I'm trying, try to make a, a negative into a positive, right? If you're dealt, if you have lemons, make lemonade. You've heard that saying, um, you know, play the deck that you've been dealt, you know, the, the hand that you've been dealt. So, uh, with that, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this, uh, episode and, uh, this is, just a short one. Um, and, uh, I, I, I will read, uh, some material next time. And, uh, in the meantime, subscribe to my, uh, podcast. I am on Apple podcast. Now I finally, I, I got approved. Um, I will post this on Facebook as well. But uh, find me on the podcast on Apple and subscribe, please. And uh, with that, have a good day.